everybody. Welcome to the South Tempe celebration of Tempe This Week, the podcast. Yay! We are here today with our special guest, Vice Mayor Jennifer Adams, and Joey Palomaros from the Spaghetti Shack, home of the Spaghetti Taco. Hey everybody, uh, we're here on site at Tempe Town Lake with Craig Caggiano, our water resources manager. What's going on out here? So you might have noticed that there's water flowing over the dam in Tempe. Um, the dam's operating as it's intended. The town lake is actually a little bit of a misnomer because the lake is actually just the river full of water. And when water, more water enters from upstream, we let it go on downstream. And that's exactly what's happening today. So today and for about the last couple of weeks and probably for the next couple of weeks, we'll be seeing water going over the dam as it enters from the upstream from sources up in the watershed where SRP is releasing from their dams. Uh, it'll enter Tempe Town Lake, flow across the surface, and we'll let it continue on its way to Phoenix and down to the rest of the southern part of Arizona. So the lake is doing what it's supposed to do. Is is it safe? It is safe. It's In fact, the primary purpose of the lake and the dam is to provide flood protection for the city of Tempe. So when flows like this enter, we allow them to safely transit the lake and flow on down the stream as if we're not even here. So the easiest way to think about this is if the lake doesn't exist at all, the water just enters and continues on its way. And then when this is done, when the flows are done, what happens? So as the flows begin to slow, the dam's operating systems will sense that the level of the water is slowing, and it will start to automatically bring up the gates to maintain the same water level. So from watching it from the shoreline, you won't notice any difference because the gates are operating under the surface. And as the flow stops, we'll have a full lake again. That is so cool. So how fast is this water moving? Now, mind you, we record this on Wednesday, and it'll probably mm. come out on Thursday or Friday. But on Wednesday, March 22nd, how fast was the water So going? we're currently receiving a spill from SRP that's moving at about fourteen to 15,000 cubic feet per second. Um, it's entering the lake at about that speed, and right now it's exiting at just about the same speed. So the lake's in a nice, even equilibrium now, when you say a cubic foot per second, that's hard for a lot of people <laughs> to imagine. But I've heard it referred to as a cubic foot as a basketball. Yes, that's a good way to think about it because it's imagine a cube that's one foot by one foot by one foot. Basketball pretty well fits inside that if you've ever bought one in a box. <laughs> so imagine 14,000 of those rolling by you. That's what we have here. <laughs> so we have a lot of water in the west side of Tempe Town Lake just pouring through. Can I go surfing? I would not advise it. In fact, all the areas around Town Lake that are not parks are no trespassing areas because they have strong currents and, you know, you don't want to be in a floodway. And that's what this really is. All right. So if I wanted to come and safely watch the water flowing uh, through Town Lake down toward Phoenix, where where should I go? 
The best place I can recommend that's easily accessible, has parking, and allows a really great view is from the Tempe Center for the Arts. The lot right in front of the Tempe Center for the Arts is a great place to get up close and personal with the dam. You can... What I like to do is if you move just upstream of the dam, it gets very quiet. And if you move just a few feet downstream of the dam, it gets roaringly loud, and it's really interesting. And it's really fun to stand on the pedestrian bridge and take a look, too. Yep. You can look down, and right now it's interesting to stand on the pedestrian bridge, and I'd suggest come back and do it once the flows have stopped, and you'll see the difference where the lake just stops and it's a solid edge. Right now you'll see that the lake looks like it goes on and has some trees poking out of it down a little ways, and it's a really interesting view. It's beautiful. It, you know, Town Lake is beautiful 365, but this this is just really when it shows off. Yeah, get out and enjoy it before it gets too warm. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Craig. All right. And, Roy, we're going to send it back to you to talk to Vice Mayor Jennifer Adams. So excited to talk about our celebration of South Tempe. There's so much going on in the whole city, and we'll eventually talk about all of the areas of our community. But today, it's South Tempe's Day uh, with the podcast, and I have with us Vice Mayor Jennifer Adams, who lives in South Tempe and who has lived here for many years. South Tempe really is a relaxing place, a truly connected community, and I really want to get into a controversial topic here, Vice Mayor. There's a debate going on with where the South Tempe start. South Tempe starts south of the 60. And I'm going to stay with that story forever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Some some will argue with you. Some I will know. say That's okay. it's, it's south of the, the 60. Some will be say it's south of Elliott. Uh, there was a little debate going on before we actually started, and so how how do you how did this uh, debate start? Do you do you think? I I have no idea how it started. <laughs> uh, perhaps back in the day when South Tempe was still all farms and uh, places for agriculture, and I and that's it. You know the the sheep were still running around in the streets in the fields down there. Wow. So I think that's probably where it started, and uh, it was just uh i watched south tempe actually be developed because i've been here since 87 wow so it was not what it is today for sure so talk to us about what makes south tempe so special so south tempe has such diversity um in it and for example you can go for a walk and you can see horses goats emus uh great horned owls hawks raccoons mules uh, just to name a few i'm a big animal person yeah. and so that's it's really fun because you never know what you're going to see a while ago i was going down rural road and three horses were galloping towards uh sprouts i guess they wanted a little extra carrots <laughs> so yeah. so many of our neighbors the community there and for example when i take my dog for a walk a lot of times the walk that's supposed to be 20 minutes ends up being two hours wow because i run into neighbors all through the the community and you know they ask me a lot of questions what's happening at the city and so i spend time um, meeting with them and talking with them it's really fun and we also have a lot of local restaurants and i, I like that and we can walk to restaurants which is super nice many people compliment south tempe and its beauty uh what are some of the measures that the city's taken to keep tempe or uh, south tempe beautiful uh, what are some of the investments that you'd like to uh share with us about how the city has invested in South Tempe. Over the last several years, Tempe City Council has been increasing reinvestments in parks, streets, golf courses, and more. 
South Tempe is getting a lot of attention with several parks and street projects happening now. For example, Hanger Park was just recently redone that included adding street lights. Redden Park is almost finished, being refreshed. By the way, Redden Park is getting a new name. It will be Michelle Brooks Tatras Park. The beautiful artistic ramadas at Hanger Park were recently refurbished. New lighting was added and Wagner Park is getting ready to be refreshed. This Saturday, we're having a public meeting to talk about what residents want to see at Kiwanis Park. Finally, neighbors in Buena Vista Ranchos, not a city park, but a beautiful part of our community, did their own makeover. They replaced some of the really, really old barns with new buildings for horses. It looks great. So uh, what, one thing that I know about uh, you in our council meetings, you always inquire um, about dog parks. So can you talk to us about why your, your passion uh, to include dog parks in, uh, the local, in the local park or the local development ideas? The dog parks are so important to me because, for one thing, I love animals. I love dogs and cats and horses and all kinds of animals. And the dogs need exercise. And I don't like to see dogs cooped up all day. I like to see them get out for their walks. And the dog parks gives not only dogs the opportunity to interact with one another but people dog parks build community you get to know your neighbors i have a neighbor in chandler that they have a dog park and every morning the neighbors the entire neighborhood goes down with their dogs (laughs) and and meet and and see what's happening for the week and it's really a great way to get to know your neighbors and your community it's not just about dogs it's about people also absolutely for those that are looking for more information, you can go online to tempe.gov refresh tempe and click on parks and it will show you all of the happenings and uh, everything going on with our local parks. So Vice Mayor Adams, let me, I, I just gotta acknowledge that your voice sounds a little different than normal. You mind talking to us about what's what's going on? I remember uh, hearing. I, I thought you were you were losing your voice or had a little bit of laryngitis. You mind talking to us about uh, what's what's happening with your voice? Sure, I'd be glad to. So uh, a year ago, January, so almost a year and a half ago, I was uh, I, I I came down with COVID, and oh. during that time, uh, one of my vocal cords paralyzed, and. It took about probably four or five months for it to get better. And then recently I went um, I went up to a cold country and it came back. Yeah. My paralysis came back. So it's not, I'm, I'm not sick. It's just the left side of my vocal cord is paralyzed. So I'm gonna have to go back to speech therapy and uh, probably see a doctor again. But I was, I was vaccinated and I've been boosted. Um, I can only imagine what it'd been like if I hadn't been vaccinated, quite frankly. Mm. And I'm grateful for science for sure. I would encourage everyone to get their vaccine, any boosters, and then keep up with the doctor's recommendations. There is a new booster out. If you haven't had the shot since September of 2022, you might want to ask if it's right for you. The updated boosters protect both the original virus that causes COVID-19 and the latest variants. Thank you very much, Vice Mayor, uh, for the public service announcement. And we definitely want to make sure that everyone uh, stays safe and uh, practice distancing, washing your hands, uh, wear a mask if necessary. So we want to make sure that everyone uh, stays safe. And so we appreciate you and we wish you all the best. Thank you so much, Roy. Thank you. I appreciate you having me here today. So, So we have with us. Uh, Colin Diaz, the president and CEO 
of the Tempe Chamber of Commerce. All right, well, thank you, Roy. Um, so that's actually been about a year for me. Uh, next Thursday will be a year in Arizona, in Tempe, and uh, having the honor of serving as the head of the Chamber of Commerce. And uh, one of the first conversations I think I had with folks was, besides the city being a gridded city and being able to get anywhere, was North Tempe and South Tempe. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, as well as uh, Vice Mayor Adams, knew it to be the 60 was a dividing line. Um, but now I'm a resident of South Tempe, and I know that that line it seems to shrink a little bit. It, it comes a little bit further south. Uh, but, you know, speaking to some of the points that she brought up, Buena Vista Rancho is an area that my daughter, who absolutely loves horses, in fact, Vice Mayor Adams and I spoke in great detail about it when I first got out to Tempe and we live about five minutes from there and so you know love that frequent a lot of the restaurants so very excited about uh, tempe as a whole but also south tempe and then in terms of what's going on and what's new we're actually uh, april 14th there's going to be uh, at the hilton garden inn at university research park we're going to have uh, our first of a business um, road show so the chamber the city of tempe downtown tempe authority and tempe tourism are essentially taking the show on the road, if you will. So coming out to the community to meet with businesses in different sectors. Uh, we will eventually get to all quarters of the, the city, but we're starting in South Tempe, and that'll be a great opportunity to learn about what the city is doing and, and you know, refresh Tempe, what's going on from the business community, um, hearing about uh, some of the, the challenges and opportunities that exist for the business residents and, and an opportunity for them to connect with us as well. So it looks like we have a number of new restaurants uh, here as well. So you want to talk to us about some of the new restaurants? I'm looking at this list, and I'm, I'm in amazement. Yep. So Angie's Lobster, uh, that is uh, they've now in a brick and mortar on Baseline and Hardy. Uh, I may or may not have been there a few times. I definitely <laughs> frequented uh, the truck that they had before, but it was nice to uh, go through the drive through the other day. Um, Hen House Cafe on Rural and Ray, so think kind of kitchen sink omelet, morning uh, meatloaf. Uh, they are, I, I, my kids love breakfast, so that was on our, our early radar. Knockout Cafe, newly opened on Elliott and Kyrene. Uh, sandwich shop with the Thai food feel, so that's a, another great spot to take a look at. Crust Pizza, I mean, I don't know if you can go wrong with pizza. I heard something earlier about March Madness and pizza, how they go hand in hand. So Crust Pizza on Baseline and McClintock uh, is one of the new pizzerias. And then it seems like it was months ago, but it's exciting to see it go up. Uh, White Castle, which is coming soon to the Emerald Center. Uh, if you saw any photos from the past of the ribbon cutting, using the uh, spatula shovel to flip dirt on their uh, groundbreaking along with uh, Electric Pickle, which is a new pickleball entertainment center, sort of like a Top Golf. So a lot of exciting new entertainment, dining options uh, in South Tampa. I can imagine that people are now taking notes and writing down all of the new locations and probably looking them up and maybe even making a list of where they want to go. So Chris, where should they probably start? Well, they should start right here with the Spaghetti Shack. And we are so lucky today to have Joey with us. He brought with him a feast. We have spaghetti tacos. And if you don't know what a spaghetti taco looks like, it's pretty much exactly what you think it is. It is a taco shell filled with delicious spaghetti and meatball and lovely mozzarella cheese prepared 
I think lovingly by Joey and his team down uh, down in South Tempe. He has brought us shack bread, which is garlic bread with pizza and meatballs on it, and a bucket, a literal bucket of spaghetti. Oh my. I can only imagine some of those 19 and 20 year old ASU students getting a bucket of spaghetti just for themselves, <laughs> let alone, you know, sharing with anybody else. So Joey, Tell us a little bit about how the idea for Spaghetti Shack got started and, and all about these crazy things that you've innovated. Yeah, so the Spaghetti Shack is a to-go pasta concept. So we do spaghetti, meatballs, garlic bread, some combination of those things. Um, we have a huge focus on being affordable. Um, as everybody knows, inflation is the word that everybody wants to throw around these days. Um, and you can't go anywhere without your meal being $10, $15. Um, at the Spaghetti Shack, you can actually get feed a family of five for $20, which is what a lot of people can't say that right now, so we're very proud of that. But we also like to have a little fun. I mean, everybody loves spaghetti and meatballs because it's that food that you ate growing up. It's the food that not only does kids like, but um, so do parents, grandma, everybody likes spaghetti and meatballs. So, um, but we do spaghetti tacos on Tuesday. We have garlic bread pizza right now, limited time item. It's coming um, out of our uh, rotation here pretty quick, but we're introducing some new things. But we're always just looking to change things up and to introduce people to spaghetti and meatballs in a new way. So... Why did you choose South Tempe to open your restaurant? Um, I'm actually a South Tempe resident, so I would love to get into the argument on where South Tempe starts. As someone who lives on baseline, I'm going to say it's the 60. Um, but no, I, uh, I went to ASU. I grew up in Queen Creek. I'm a second-generation restaurateur. Um, when I was at ASU, I fell in love with Tempe. Um, I wanted to be here, um, and I actually, when I moved to Phoenix, I knew immediately that I wanted to move back to Tempe. So uh, my significant other and I have bought a house out here in South Tempe in the Qantas neighborhood. We absolutely love it. Um, but when we were looking for a place to start our business, we, th we wanted to be close, and we wanted to be around the community in which we serve, uh, being a community-focused concept that we are. Um, so when we looked, we found a place that was right down the street. Um, we were like, we've got to have this. So... Um, it's been a great, great, great feeling to serve my neighbors every day. Um, so I think people don't realize the power of that. Um, I love food because people connect over it. So um, being takeout only, uh, what I really love is that people come get my food and they enjoy it in their own homes. So, you know, if we can help you spend less time doing dishes, spend less time cooking and more time with your family, enjoying a food that everybody likes is what we're trying to do. So uh, it's really special to be able to serve the people that I, you know, go to the grocery store with. I think that's really wonderful. Now, we have an array of these foods around the table, and I think it's time now for everybody to uh, try something. And uh, let's let's get right close to the microphone and take a bite of a spaghetti taco, which looks delicious, but definitely not dashboard dining. <laughs> definitely not dashboard dining. So let's take a try. Yeah, ASMR, um, spaghetti taco ASMR, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Mm. Mm. The meatballs are so good. That's what everybody says. The meatballs is the best part. I mean, I, we do have a lot of vegetarian and vegan options for people, but uh, meatballs are, uh, it's spaghetti and meatballs for a reason. Um, mm -hmm. So we're very proud of uh, the food that we put out. People have opinions about spaghetti, white sauce, red sauce. Um, what kind of noodles to use? 
Have you had any crazy suggestions in the restaurants of things that you should be serving? Um, every single day we have somebody coming in telling us something else to serve. Um, but, you know, we are <laughs> a very, very simple concept. Uh, we do spaghetti, meatballs, garlic bread. Um, we do have some fun things like, a, as you said, a shack bread, which is like a spaghetti open face sandwich. Um, we've got everybody's favorite desserts like cheesecake and cookies and that kind of thing. But um, what helps us be affordable is that we are very simple. So we don't have a lot of food waste. I know that that's a lot of thing people talk about, not only in food costs, but sustainability wise. Um, so we don't have a lot of food waste because we do a small shack, a mid shack, a full shack. So everything from feeding one person to feeding your whole family, um, spaghetti and garlic bread. So. And tell us where your shop is. Yeah, we're on Rural and Guadalupe. Um, and fun notes, we're actually opening a spot at ASU. So I know this is South Tempe special, but um, if you're in North Tempe and you're listening to this, we're coming to you pretty soon too. That's awesome. Thank you so much. We have a couple of great people with us today. Lisa Groom, Community Affairs Specialist for the Tempe Police Department, is here. She's also president of the Tempe Black Employee Alliance. And she's joined by Brenda Clark, who's with our Neighborhood Services team. Lisa, what's going on this weekend? Well, lots going on this weekend in South Tempe. We have the Brain Health Run, the Walk and Roll at Kiwanis Park, and the Aunt Rita's AIDS Walk at the Tempe Beach Park. And Mary, Mary Corey Woods is the co-chair of the walk this year, so come out and walk with them. Brenda, what do you have? Uh, ASU Gamage is in its season. Annie is this weekend, so hard knock life. Uh, but, of course, my favorite activities this week are the general plan Tempe Tomorrow meeting scheduled for Monday. If you have time, check one of them out and help us create a new plan for the Tempe of 2050. So everything looking forward and ahead and looking towards the future. You can weigh in at tempe.gov slash 2050. And just a plug, too, also on Saturday, uh, April 1st, April Fool's Day at Kiwanis Park, 9 to 11, we have a neighborhood celebration. So the celebration of a lot of fun neighborhood leaders. We'll have some music, some breakfast burritos. Uh, Mayor and a lot of neighborhood leaders will be out. Uh, hope to see everyone there. And thank you. Um, I've, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good time. That's our show for this week. So much fun. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Next week, we are all about the Tempe Festival of the Arts. Thanks, everybody, for coming and being part of it. And don't forget, listen to uh, Tempe.gov slash Tempe this week. Tell a friend, and we'll see you soon. Tempe This Week, the podcast. It's spaghetti. It's a taco. It's a you spaghetti know, I'm, I'm going to be interested to know the... Uh the HR numbers after our podcast because I think people are going to say I want to work there. <laughs> I think people are going to look and say I want to hang out with these guys.